0: Welcome, everyone, to the Torah, Adav Yomish, your, slash, Mark slash, Har, HaLebanon. We are now beginning the 11th Perik, Baruch Hashem, of Masechik Ketubot. Thank you, Hashem, for bringing us to this day. We have to realize how lucky we are that we get to learn Hashem's Torah every single day. It's a gift. The angels don't have it. We have it. We're able to learn. To how we're exercising our ability to learn to that. And as we go, we, we get to the 11th paddock of Ketubot and going through each paddock, understand how lucky we are that Hashem gave us the life and the liberty and the ability that so many Jews over the, over the centuries have never got and didn't have a chance. And we could do it. We do, all we need to do is plug in Let's begin. And when you respond to the class, if you need to respond to the class, you're welcome to ask Mike Salman or Hashem Shem Says the, says the Mishnah Amana, a woman who is a widow can be supported from the properties of the orphans which means that technically a woman gets married and her husband dies her husband's children are the ones who inherit his wealth she is technically entitled just to her ketubah However, besides the ketubah, she also has the right to be supported while she is still living in the husband's house. Okay? And that right of support will terminate when she gets married. Okay? If she makes a move to get married, at that point she'll lose that, term, that right. But so long as... Right? Now, our is telling you that when that happens, they are entitled to collect her wages. So, if she makes money, that, was, that money will go towards the yitomim. So just like her husband had the right to collect her wages, so does her husband's orphans have the right to collect her wages. And in turn, their, obliga- their obligations towards her include her mizanot. However, they are not obligated to bury her if she dies. The burial expenses, uh, burial expenses, which can be quite significant. Even nowadays, someone came over to me the other day, his father passed away, and literally, you know, $40,000, $50,000 in burial expenses. Those burial expenses of her do not come out from them, because since she has a kitubah, they have her, her heirs, as opposed to his heirs, assuming they both have kids separately, her heirs are going to inherit her kitubah. Therefore, they by by dindam, inheriting the ketubah, also inherit the problem of burying her. Okay, Her her heirs, those who, those who inherit her ketubah, Now, of course, if her her and her husband share the kids and they only have kids with each other, then her heirs and her husband heirs are the same. So this 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 dispute is not relevant. But if that she has kids from a previous marriage and so does he, and his kids from a previous marriage are inheriting him, and her kids are inheriting her kids, then the obligation will go on her kids and not his kids. Okay? Whereas the Masiya there goes on him. That's the Gemara. we have a question. Nizoretan or hanizertan? There's a question in grammar which has a very, very big ramification on the halakha. Our, the, the, the chapter is called Amanat Nizent. The amana is um, satiated. Now, it could be Amana which means the amana is satiated. Amana is satiated, which means that Amana has the rights to be satiated by the orphans. That's one way. Or amana hanizat. The amana who's being satiated. Her go, maseda go to her go to them. Is it the amana who's being satiated? Or amana is being satiated? Difference being, if you say the amanat is being satiated, Amana is satiated, it sounds like it's one of her rights, and if so, ni <laughs> then they're going like an shegalil. sagila If we say ni it fits like the people of the Galil. In the Galil, they claimed that uh, Galil is the north of Israel. They claimed that the woman has it as a right to stay there. And it's not a right of the husband's heirs to say, hey, stepmom, here's your kituba money, hit the road, Jack. They can't do that. Hit the road, Jill. They can't do that because she has the right to be absent. in the other way to learn, or if we learn in Amish, in Yehuda, they claimed, if they want, they don't have to give you they're not. If, if you say, it means only one who's being supported has to give a which means it's up to them whether they want to support her or they want to not support her. And the way they cannot support her is by finishing paying the kitubah and then even if she's not want to stay, too bad we can pay the kitubah. That was the way of Yehuda, whereas Galil was, it's a right of hers, and until she makes him, she loses. Is that clear? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the world wants to know which one should it be. Should it be ha'ni it or ni it? Kashma, bring your proof. Amr Abzera, Amar Shmuel. Abzera says the name of Shmuel. Mitziat almana, leatzma. Yes, it's true that the, the husband's heirs get her wages, but her mitziut, her findings, go to her. Iyamr pishlam and the I understand if we say, Hani in it like the people of Yudah, that they can get rid of her. Shapir, we have a good way to understand it. We'll say, right? Why? But if we say that it's right, then they become like the husband. Then they become like the husband. Just like the husband, he gets the mitziot. And so they, should they should go to her. So if we're saying that she has the rights, and we're saying that she, that they're like husbands, just like the husband can't get out of paying her wages, paying her, that, and, he, and he gets the mitziot. So the same thing. So the fact that she's able to keep it seems to lean a little bit that they can get rid of her. Okay? Really, I could tell you no. Really, it's, it's her right. Like the people of the Galil. Normally, the moral will answer, really, it's not true. Really, I could tell you that the woman has the right to stay and they can't kick her out. So if so, why wouldn't they make her like us and why would they let her keep her metziyot? Answer is... The reason why, in general, the only reason why we make the woman give her husband anything she finds is because otherwise we're going to cause hatred between the husband and the wife. If the wife finds $100,000, the husband's working in a $50,000 a year job, the wife finds a $100,000 diamond, and she says, ah, I'm putting it in my bank account so I can use it later, my kids can take it. And he's struggling to support her, that would cause hatred and we don't want hatred in the home. But there's no problem to have hatred over here because they're not married. It's her husband's kids. So let them hate all they want and we might let her keep it. And therefore you don't have to use this as a proof to say whether it goes this way or that way. Not necessarily. It could be that we don't care about the hatred over here and therefore there's no problem. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. Good. We continue. All of the wages that a woman does for her husband, a widow will do for the heirs. Which means the following. Any time a woman does anything for her husband, which means she has to has to do things like grind and cook and other things, right? So too, the Amana has to do that for the Yerushim also. Except, except for what she has to do for her husband. Normally, a, a woman's job is to dilute the wine for her husband. It's like an act of chibah, of closeness, when she gives him his wine, right? Or making the bed, smoothing out the bed for him. Or washing his face. Those things are considered loving things. Those things she doesn't have to do with them. But the regular uh, menial chores like grinding, they do have to do with them. Right? Right? And all the labors that a slave has to do for his master, Talmud, a student has to do for his Rebbe. Except for. Taking off his shoes. Right? Because the, otherwise, we don't want people to say that they're every kind So, once we mention things that are, that, uh, uh, we're talking about the things that a widow will do for her, we also talk about what a student would do for the Rebbe. A student does for the Rebbe whatever he would do, uh, a slave would do for a master. Now, that includes things like carrying the Rebbe's stuff for him. Normally uh, a slave would carry suitcase the suitcase for the for the master and carry his clothes add to the mikveh, add to The mikvah, all those things is what a student does for me, but not taking off his shoes, because then you look like an abbot. says, I'm This is only true if you're in a strange place where when people see you take off the shoes, then you'll think you're an Ebekhani, and we're not allowed to let you think you're Ebekhani, because then they're not going to allow you to do things, they're going to think that you don't have to keep the sport and all different things. But if you're in a place where everyone knows who you are, and they know who your Rebbe is, you can even take off your Rebbe's shoe. Right? Amar Ravashi, Ravashi says, That's only true, that he can't do those things if he's not putting on Tefillin. But he put on Tifilin, let them out. Which means, if the student is wearing Tifilin all day, which is the way he's supposed to do, is that wear Tifilin all day. He used to do that. So, since he's wearing Tifilin, everyone knows he's not an Ebed, because everything's doesn't wear tifeline, Because everything has a mitzvah like a lady. He doesn't wear Tifilin. And therefore, if you wear Tifilin, then you can take off the shoes. Even in a place where they don't know it. Are you with me or no? Yeah. Good. They're not going to confuse you for being an because they see you with Tifilin. Right. Amar B'chibar Abba Anyone who holds back. Okay? Tamido, m'lashamsho, any Rebbe who doesn't let his students serve him, ki chesed, it's like you you took away from him kindness, shnei amad, Okay? Rav Nachmar Izzak amad, afporek m'menu, yirat shemayim, you're also taking away from him fear of heaven, shnei yirat shadei when the, and the end says that these people um, ended up losing their fear of heaven. Okay, I'm going to be Back to the, our our topic. I'm going to be Elazar. Almana she tafsam mitaltelim b'mezonotayah or Almana whose husband passed away, and they didn't give her any money. Any money for Mizanot. And instead, she went and grabbed a movable object of her husband and she used it to pay for her Mizanot. So she has a problem with the bill in the grocery store after her husband died. So she takes her husband's old iPhone, she sells it on eBay and uses the money to pay the thing. Right? Masha Tafsa, Tafsa. What she grabbed is hers and therefore whatever she grabbed, it works. There's a story with the daughter-in-law of Bishab, right? said this guy, she took a uh, leather sack full of money to pay her grocery bill. And the rabbis weren't able to get it out of her because she took it. Her grabbing worked. This is only to pay back for Mizanot, which means to pay back her bill in the grocery store. But if she grabs it to pay her ketubah, let's say she has a million dollar ketubah and she grabs cash or metaltalin or a couple of Rolexes to pay for that, then we could take it away from her. Okay? Because she can't, that, that, the grabbing doesn't work. According to Rabina, it doesn't work. Matka la more baravashi, more is Ravina's contemporary. More baravashi is Ravina. Maish the ketubah to law. Why? Why? What's the difference in the ketubah and the mizanot? Right. The same way it works is because the zuchut, the zuchut of the ketubah is supposed to be from karka and not from movable objects. Mazonot also is supposed to be only from the from the makakri. So why should there be a difference? Ella, the mazonot might be tafse to tafse. So rather, more by Rashi says the same way she could if she grabbed from mazonot it works. She should grab. She should be able to grab for the kibba as well and have it work as well. Amaleh Rabitzah. By Nafteley the Ravina. Hachi Amineh Meshmei the He says that's true. So he told Ravina, no, we, we said like you that there is a difference. That only when it comes to Mizunot it helps and it does not work for 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 um, um, uh, if you have a widow who stayed for th- two or three years. And she, did not, and she did not demand for those two years, she lost her right to the money because she never asked for the money. If she never asked, the paid. She loses it. Why? Because we say the fact that she didn't ask, that's because she's moche. And therefore, she can't go back and ask for it. So the woman asks, why do you have to say two or three years? If you loses it after two, why are you mentioning three? Says the Gwana, Lokasha, You with me? M'shem, no, no. no. Mm-hmm. How come you're not paying attention? Okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's paying awesome attention. You were listening you were? Huh? You were listening, right? Yeah. I was just joking. Okay. Shows me why, Right? Lokasha. kasha. Kan be'aniya, kan be'ashira. One is talking about a poor woman and one is talking about a rich woman right so therefore if you're a poor woman then two years is enough you see she's mochel if she's a rich woman then it takes three years because she has enough resources to handle and you can't tell that she was mochel another answer could be one is a woman who is a very very outgoing lady and therefore, she's an outgoing lady. She's not shy to take them to bedim. So for an outgoing lady, two years is enough to show that she's Mukher. Whereas a more shy lady, a Tsinua lady, um, three years would be enough. Okay? So two answers, either poor, rich, or shy, uh, or shy or um, outgoing. Okay? Is, are those the words that they use in the article, shy and outgoing. An immodest woman... Okay. He's still the three years in the case of a modest woman. That's a Okay, so I'm translating modest as modest sh- shy. Is that what they're saying over there? Translating modest woman, 20, a modest woman is ashamed to go to court and publicly make her claim. Hence an her an immodest woman? What are they saying for an immodest woman? Okay, I'm assuming that. Okay, good. An immodest woman on the other hand has no such inhibition. Okay, good, it's the same as me. Amaravah. Inhibition. inhibition, yeah. Okay, Ammar. So is saying a very good point. When we see you lose your rights, it only means you lose the right for back pay. But of course you have forward rights. Right? So the woman, two years, let's say she's a putshaw woman. So for two years, oh, oh, uh, she's a poor putsah woman. So she for sure is out. Right? Two years she's out. But she's only out for the back pay. But going forward she can still in. You are mochel already, so you can't go back. With me. you can go forward. That's according to Rabah. Okay. If the orphans say we gave her the money for her and she says I never got it, who is the motzi? Who has to bring the raya? Okay, right do we say well since they have the stuff right in the general the person who's taking from his friend needs to bring the proof they have the property she's trying to get money from them technically she should have to bring the proof that's what right. always say no she's got it her, her husband died it's her stuff <laughs> the, the Yatumim have to bring a proof that they brought it. The orphans have to bring a proof. So that's what we're trying to clarify. Who has to answer? Mm-hmm. Let's, we're going to bring a bright to figure it out. Tashma, we'll bring your a bride to Tani Levi, Levi said, Amanah, a widow, Kozman, Shalom, said, As long as they didn't, she didn't marry anyone else, then the orphans have to bring a proof. Niset he said, When she's married, Alea loves her. She has to bring her own proof. Okay? Let's read this again. Yanni, once you're already being taken care of, and you're to come in, mm-hmm. then you have to come with proof. Right? You're married, you're being, you're being taken care of. That's, that's what it is. Okay. Right. Until she got married to someone else, then the orphans have to bring proof. Right? Once she's Once she's married, then she has to bring proof. For the reason Yanni, you're being taken care of. So if you're going to come no, back to why are you being taken right, care right. of? Right, right, exactly. So it sounds like... It sounds like that it's hers. That, that, she, that they have to bring proof that they paid. They have to show receipts that they paid. If she is... If there's an argument whether she got money... And she's married. If she's not then, married... Then, then they have to bring proof. Right. Right. I B'Sibir Rashi... Okay. Ketanai, it's a machol ketanai. Even though you brought a b'raitha that seemed to say that they have to bring proofs while they're not married... There's a machlok Ketanim It says, there's a bride that's talking about a woman whose husband died, and she's selling karka to get her mizonot and ketubah. So it says, She should say, my property on his third, I sold for mizonot. El, the property on his fourth, the ketubah. I sold it for the ketubah. That's what she has to write when she sells man? she sells. She could just sell it and write plain, without specifying why. Right. It's better for how how will be better. My love. Let's assume So let's understand the machloket. What's the what's the depth of the machloket between the and the Yossi? According to who claimed that she has to say which was sold for what. he's, he's holding that the the stuff belongs to the Yitomim. The has to bring a proof, and therefore it's very good to say what she did it for. So this way they can't claim that what she sold was all for the Ketubah. And therefore, they don't have to pay the kitubah yet. So she has to say that no, I did it for this, and now I still am still owed the kitubah. Right? Therefore, that's why they're saying it's in her rights. And Rabbi Yossi says, "Our law by the Fushi because next to the Chesal Manakami." Because her says they don't have to explain because since it's in her um, possession, let the let the let the bring a proof that they paid the kuduah. And therefore they can't claim that they so that she so that she uh, that they, they, they paid them. in other words the reason why Rabbi Yossi is saying this is because since they can't just say I paid you unless they have receipts, they won't be believed. Therefore, she doesn't have to say this was for this and this was for that. Because they can't anyway say we paid you. According to the other Rabbi Ubi he says they can say they paid you, and therefore you better have a, a paper trail to know exactly what everything happened. But according to the other rabbi, since they, since they, they can't claim anything because she, she's the boss, therefore she doesn't need a paper trail. And that's what we're assuming is going on here. Who said? Maybe both rabbis, Rabbi Yossi and Herbibida both hold that the Almana holds everything. And Rabbi and is just telling you to have a paper trail so they don't say that she's a, a spender, right? because if she doesn't write what she sold it for the people will say that she's selling everything in Mizanot and they'll call her a, a, a big spender and therefore it's better if she say what she sold it for this is for the Kedubah and, and, and it wasn't for Mizanot the, so they don't call it that and Rabbi Yossi says anyway it's better not to say what you have to do maybe the whole Machlokit is what's a better idea for her to do and not what she has to do to prove herself against the orphans why? Do you lo'te Mahachi? because if you don't claim it that had by Rabbi this question of Rabbi Yossi that he's not sure, we could learn it from the Mishnah. We could approve the whole thing from a straight Mishnah. Right? Because it can't be written in the near Mishnah. It says in our Mishnah, Mocheret Lembezonot Shalom, not in our Mishnah, a different Mishnah, Mocheret, the woman, the, a widow could sell, Lembezonot her Shalom Betim. Right, she doesn't have to wait for a set betin to sell her stuff. She could go to, to any betin, and even a not set betin, to sell her stuff. and she could write down, "I sold this for Mizorot. Right, and if so, you see she, clearly that she has to say what she sold it for, right? must be must be you can't prove anything in the Mishnah that she has to write it why must be that it's just, a, just telling you when, when we told you to write it it's probably just it's a tovah, it's probably just good advice So in other words the same way basically there's a Mishnah and a Brita both the, the Brita is mentioning that you have to you have to write she should write it down right but there's also Mishnah says you write it down now Rabbi Yochanan saw both of them we don't know for sure he saw the bride It was not every bright is written down, but he saw it in your mission. And the mission says she has to write it. If it's a, a law, it's a proof that you Utoni were in charge and she must write it. So the fact that he didn't bring it a proof, that means he understands that it's just advice. So the same way the mission that he knows is advice, so this bride is also advice. And finished, Finish. finish. That's one way to get out of the problem. Mm-hmm. Inami, another way to get out of the problem. Really, the belong to the yatomim. Yitom, and this is the reason, right? And that's why Abiyoshi says what he says. That even though they can claim what they want, but still, it's better to be quiet. It's like a guy who's dying who says, Give 200 zuz to so and so who I owe money to. If that guy wants to take the money, can take it. If he wants, he could take it as a matanah in other words a guy, a guy is dying on his deathbed and he says I owe, I owe 200 to this guy give 200 dollars to this guy who I owe money to now he didn't say if he's giving a present to the guy or he's paying back the debt mm-hmm. It could be this guy borrowed money I want to give him a present or it could be he's paying a debt right so if he wants he could say okay I'm paid or if he wants he could say thank you for the present and, that's and I'm still, still going to collect right if he takes it matana lo he's much stronger because he can take more. Also the if she's quiet and she doesn't say what she took it for, if she says she took it for then she can't go collect from someone who bought it for the Mizorot Now that she didn't say what she wanted, right? She could say that she sold the bezanot, and then she could still get the kitubah from someone who bought the field. Okay, we'll stop over here. Ketzat mocher, peluchad Amen, be'amen.